Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome in to a special edition of Sports Talk Sunday. It's Sports Talk Saturday, but on Sunday, I'm not sure how you want to go about describing the title it's of the show. Sports Talk Sunday at training camp. Sports Some Talk Sunday at training camp live from St. John Fisher University. No longer college, so make sure you get that right when you say it. Should we get uh, a jar out in case we call it college? So uh, a college a jar? I think time? that's I think that's fair. Well, um, yeah, it, it may sound confusing because it kind of sounds like the same person is talking in two different ways because, you know, apparently we sound a lot alike. <laughs> um, but Nate Geary, Joe DiBiase, Sneaky Joe here live at St. John Fisher College. Practice is kind of coming to a close here. Um, I was here for the beginning part of practice. Uh, we're going to have Sal Capaccio joining us here in the next couple of minutes. He's live on the field. We got him strapped up with some uh, audio equipment, so he'll be able to report live what's going on in the field. When I left, uh, they were doing some red zone 11-on-11 work, um, and now we sit here. We wait for Brandon Bean, who will meet with the media at noon. We've got Sean McDermott to play for you, who met with the media before practice, and Bill's defensive tackle, Jordan Phillips, will join us at uh, right around 1230. And we're going to be kicking experts by the end of the day or by the end no of the camp, right? Because our no setup question. here, uh, this is my first time in the setup. I've heard... Mike and Chris described this at times that we're got a perfect view of the field that they yeah. use the uh, for the specialists. They do. So, we do. Well, the punting competition. We'll be experts on that. By so the listen, end of training camp. If, uh, I can I can probably comment on the punting aspect of this. Uh, I watched both punters uh, during the beginning portion of practice, just like you know the punt off or whatever you uh, you might call it, and. You know, I think Ariza struggled a little bit early, uh, hit a couple of knuckleballs, like low low punts, and Hawk just puts him up in the air, man. He's got some crazy just hang time. Just blocks out yeah. the sun. He just he throws them up there, uh, but Ariza bounced back and had a couple of really, really good punts. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll get an opportunity to watch some of the specialists here. As practice winds down, um, less action happening on the field. Uh, we'll have players walking off here shortly. We've got uh, – fans lining up here behind us to uh, to get some autographs as well so um first and foremost joe you didn't get a chance you were setting up you were kind of the uh the the the, en- like the, the de facto I, engineer on de facto on engineer yeah. on call I, th- I think i did we're on the air we're on the air I think. 
I, right? I, I I believe we are. Like yeah. we're not just hearing each other in our own headsets it's doing a show. To know no, for no sure. I actually took you guys off the air about five minutes. <laughs> ago. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, but yeah, we, you know, like with practice here, it's tough. You know, we there's not a lot we can talk about in terms of scheme or, um, you know, players and first team, second team stuff. But I going out there, Joe. Josh Allen kind of walks onto the field. The place erupts, obviously. But you know, there was. This is kind of the moment I was really kind of looking forward to is watching Von Miller. Just, just be Von Miller. The aesthetic yeah. of him in a built yeah, uniform. Just to see Von Miller. Just the, it's like a, your favorite wrestler making an entrance for the first time in a, in a, in a new theme song or whatnot. It, yeah. it's, I, I like the way Jeremy actually put it um, last week, which was we've been to training camp how many times in the last 20 years? It's the first time we've been to St. John Fisher with fans in three years. I know. And every training camp that preceded that, why did you really come? Like, the, the main reason might have been, who's the quarterback? And, oh, yeah. let's see him up close and personal. The let's quarterback see, competition. Yeah, let's see if this could be the guy. Let's see how good E.J. Manuel is. Let's see how good J.P. Lossman is. And even the last time fans would have been here three years ago in 2019, post-Josh Allen rookie season, obviously we were miles away from knowing he was the franchise quarterback. Right. So it was still, all right, how good is Allen? Like, we're still trying to figure that out. Now, this is like the first camp at least in my lifetime, where you show up and they're just great. Like, we know everything's good. We yeah. know the quarterback's in place. And the way Jeremy put it was, you're just kind of going to watch your favorite band play. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing to figure out. We're just – you're going for the party. And that really was, I thought, like the vibe walking in here was, Allen makes a nice pass and the place erupts. And it's like, all right, no no sweat, no pressure. We're not trying right. to figure anything out this week and next week at camp it's just we're going to show up and just kind of hang out and watch the band play yeah and you know frankly with like you look at this defense too joe and you look across the line and you see guys like massive human beings but you see kyer elam the you know the rookie out there and you see von miller and you see daquan jones and you see tim settle um who made a great play out there i think it was during uh, 11 on 11 yeah. yeah it was awesome and you know, I got I to gotta say, you know, this is the number one defense. I mean, in most statistical categories from last year, we know there was, at least if you want to poke holes in the theory that they were the best defense in the league last year, you could say, well, look who they played. They didn't play particularly good quarterbacks, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I think looking at the statistical number one defense from last year and them improving at five positions, including bringing in a future Hall of Famer with Von Miller, um, bringing in a really solid one-tech in, in, in Daquan Jones. Um, you have depth there. You now have Jordan Phillips. Like, that interior defensive line is completely remade, Joe. They've got Von Miller on the other side. They've got Greg Russo in year two, which is, you know, yep. the expectations for him to take a step with Von Miller on the other side of him should be that he should be one of the better young edge rushers and, in the league. And the pressure should be off him to have to be this elite, dominant pass rusher, right? Like, we were tr the Bills were trying to find that guy yes. for many years. Free agent dollars, Trent Murphy, and, and uh, Mario Addison, and draft picks like Rousseau, and Basham, and Epinesa. Like, they've been searching for that franchise-level pass rusher that's going to command a double team more times than not. And Rousseau, last year, you might have thought, okay, let's hope he's that guy. Right. Even as a rookie, maybe coming to be their number one pass rusher. Now... It feels like he can come in and maybe be more of, like, the dominant run defense edge guy and more single teams. Like, you can get your six, seven, eight sacks and right. just be a good pass rusher and not have to have this weight on your back of you got to be the guy yep. on that defensive line because Von Miller being there, 
not only, you know, there will be technical aspects that I'm sure Miller can help help Rousseau out um, just as a mentor going forward, but the the pressure on Rousseau to be, like, the franchise pass rusher, yeah. it's it feels like it should be off his shoulders coming into this. Yeah, season. there's a lot less, like, physical. Like, if you, if you think about pressure, right, like, he got a little bit of that, that pressure released. There was a nice little release valve, and it was Von Miller and the signing of Von Miller because now you have, you know, a future Hall of Famer at the other side of you, but you also have a guy who engages in being a mentor and wants to be a mentor and has the, you know, pass rushing summit. Like, you really, just in terms of who you were going to bring in, you know, there were, try, you know, did, were the Bills interested in Chandler Jones? Were they interested in, you know, fill in the blank on other edge rushers that the Bills were potentially in on or wanted to be in on? And you probably couldn't have come up with a better overall fit from a culture from a I mean it's 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 funny to say but like Von Miller is as cool as as it gets like he is sort of like the de facto cool dude in the NFL and he plays for the Bills and but not only is he cool and really good on the field he's a guy that wants to and engages in mentoring these young guys and listen I mean we're talking about um you know we're talking about Greg Rousseau but on the other side you still have AJ Epinesa who walks into a is it a, a make pivotal or, season? Make or break camp, even. So, like how much of a role does he? It feels like we've been saying this is a make it? or break camp for Cody Ford for two years. Yeah, um, and <laughs> yep. he's still here. He's in the final year of his contract here in Buffalo. It's likely his final season, but there are things that Cody Ford can do over the next couple of weeks and into the preseason. Um, you know, we 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 hear today from Roger, uh, or, or we hear from. Adam Schefter, that Roger Saffold, the Bills free agent pickup, supposed to be this team's starting left guard, uh, was in an automobile accident, uh, at least recently enough, where a rib injury uh, has put him on the non-football injury list. He was not participating today. So considering that, Cody Ford's going to have an opportunity over the next couple of days here to get in a position to show them that he's taken a step that, and listen, I mean, Aaron Cromer might be the best thing for Cody Ford and his future in the NFL. Because, listen, you know, it may not work out here in Buffalo for him, but the NFL is dying for even just average to below average play, especially from the guard position in the NFL. We talk a lot about the haves and have-nots at the quarterback position across the league. If you don't have a franchise quarterback, you're really nowhere. Most teams don't have good and or deep offensive lines the bills probably have one of the deepest offensive lines now i'm not going to call them one of the better offensive lines they're probably right. middle probably middle maybe even bottom half um but you know to me the depth is so important because the drop off from a starting guard to the backup guard on most teams could be a make or break thing for teams go like just from a competitive perspective Maybe I'm too optimistic on Ford, but it's because I've heard Eric Wood a couple of times on different podcasts and even on our station talk about Ford at the left guard position specifically at the beginning of last year in limited sample before he, he had the injury yep. and exited the starting lineup that he actually was playing better. He was starting to find a home, and he wasn't dominant or anything, but he was doing a pretty nice job in that left guard spot. And we've kind of thought that maybe he's a cut candidate coming into th this training camp, but... Wood also, I mean, he was coached by Aaron Cromer, so he would know better than anybody, talked up that Cromer would get the most, thinks he can get the most out of Cody Ford. And if he already was starting to find his path a little bit last season, and now you throw Cromer in and Cromer's able to get more out of him, yeah. I, I'll just, I'm not thinking he's going to start opening day. Sure. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm a little bit more open to Ford finding his way 
into some snaps on this Bills offensive line uh, this season. I think it's because I've heard Eric really kind of talk him up this offseason. Well, let's go field level now because Sal Capaccio, who is hanging out on the field, I was just out there momentarily uh, or moments ago. Sal, uh, good afternoon to you, sir. Why don't you do your best to describe what it was like? Uh, you had a video of Josh Allen as he walked onto the field. I don't want to, you know, it, it didn't sound like uh, like the Ralph or anything. It didn't sound like the stadium, but I will tell you, Sal, it felt like the actual start of football season with that crowd's on his feet roaring as as Josh Allen made his way to the field. Yeah, good morning, guys. Actually, um, you oh, got yes. you, can yes, you hear me morning. okay from out here? There's a lot. There's a lot of things going on out here. Can we you got hear me you. Okay, everything's good. Yep. Right? Okay, just want to make I, sure. I like, the, I like the aesthetic in the back or the sound in the background. <laughs> it, it feels like football's back. No, no problem. If it gets too loud, let me know. I'll do my best because I know that there's stuff going on. Either way, um, so actually, the, the the big thing for me was even before that happened. I'll get to that. This is Stefan Diggs' first camp here, right? I mean, he's been here right. for two years, but never had a chance to be here at St. John Fisher. He walked out and got a huge ovation, and I was kind of under the tunnel there, if you will, and I heard that, and you could really tell. And that's – I kind of got chills myself. I'm like, okay, it's mm -hmm. back. Like, we're here, and now Stefan Diggs is out. And then I walked out, and I waited, and I, here comes Josh. I was taking a video of it, and you're right. You know, we had seen – um, Stefan Diggs, we had seen Von Miller, we had seen several other players who get really big ovations. And then Josh comes out and everybody knows him. He's got the red jersey on. It was really super cool. He gave kind of a, a little wave to the crowd, if you will, and uh, got out here. But you could definitely feel the vibes. And then shortly after that, by the way, Von Miller arrived for the first yeah. time, had a jump in his step, and that was really cool. So definitely all the feels out here at day one at St. John Fisher University. It's like a, it's a day for, um, like, they should add walk-up songs, right? Like, it's wrestling entrances. <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, no doubt. Speak, speaking of guys that entered through that tunnel, uh, Sal, I saw a video of Jordan Poyer, like, jumping around onto the field, and I don't think anybody was expecting that he wouldn't be here, but kind of just kind of adds to the point of this team just never has drama because there's a guy that could very could well have made drama. a contract, yeah. and boom, there he is on the field. All right, so let me uh, give everybody an update of what's going on here. So Jordan Poyer is here, as you said. Um, he appears to be participating in everything. We've talked about that possibility. No, I never thought he would show up and not do that, right? I mean, that's just not Jordan Poyer. He also, we believe, is going to talk to the media after practice today. Um, hmm. I don't know if that's 100% confirmed, but that is the word right now on the uh, media streets, so to say, that Jordan Poyer is going to talk. So um, we'll be able to get that in the sound for you at WGR, but also... His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, is here today. He is here. I spoke with him a little while ago. Um, just We talked a little bit about Jordan. Obviously, he's not going to tell me exactly what's going on in that situation, um, but he's here, and I saw him chatting um, with some Bills personnel, including Kevin Megank, the Bills um, basically lead negotiator. Uh, him and Jim Overdorf do the contracts. Brandon Bean is here, obviously. So I just wonder what that means, if anything, for Jordan Poyer putting it all together. So, Sale, um, considering that, again, you're talking about some of these guys that have been with the Bills for a couple of years and this is their first camp, uh, how, do you get the sense that there is a different level of – and I don't, and Sean McDermott talked about – we'll hear from Sean McDermott here in a couple minutes, Sale, but like, do you get the sense this morning that this team, this and maybe not just the team, but the organization kind of understands the position they're in? I mean, they are in a very different position than they were three years ago when the last time this camp happened at St. John Fisher. I mean, there are Super Bowl expectations. Um, there are, you know, Josh Allen MVP expectations. How do you get the sense, like, when you are listening to Sean McDermott this morning and you're on the field and the vibe, hey, do you feel like it's different? Or do you feel like this organization, especially the, an organization led by Sean McDermott, is always sort of that even keel, never let 
letting the moment be too big, but also respecting the moment and understanding where they are. So it is all about work here, and this team is all about trying to compete and win a Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying that it's not like that everywhere else. It should be like that everywhere else. Everybody's zero and zero. You never know what kind of season you can have. You show up, and that's what it's about. But, you know, I know that they take one game at a time, one day at a time. I understand that. That's the mantra, and I'm not telling you they're looking past, you know, the Rams week one, so to speak. But I will tell you the difference with this organization now, as in years past, is they're not getting ready for a season they're getting ready for a championship run. They're getting ready for a Super Bowl. That's what they want to do here. Everything is geared up to try and do that, including signing Von Miller and bringing him here, um, including how they're going to treat players and, you know, whatever it mean, like how they use them and utilize them throughout the season, including Josh Allen and running. And everything's going to be geared towards, to me, them trying to win a Super Bowl the best way they can to do that week one, week two, week seven, week 11, whatever that is, that's what it is. But as far as when it comes time here, Sean McDermott's all about work. This team's all about work. They've always been all about work. I've been to camps where that, like, yes, it's about work because they're professionals, but this is a far different camp than what you would see from, let's say, a Rex Ryan, right? I mean, where it's a little more loosey-goosey and, yeah, we're here and it's training camp, we're getting ready. This is all about football and all about work, and if you're not going to come here to work every day, you will not last long here. All right, so we'll let you go. Enjoy the rest of practice, whatever's left. We're going to play Sean McDermott coming up here, so uh, enjoy, and we'll chat soon. I think they're just wrapping up, guys, just so everybody knows, and I think uh, we'll, we're going to hear from some players coming up here. I think Josh, Von Miller, and Jordan Poyer, I believe, are the players we're scheduled to hear from today. Awesome. Thanks, Al. Okay. Coverage of Bill's training camp on WGR is brought to you by Fiegel Car and Joyce, your border attorneys by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? And by Northtown Kia, the number one certified pre-owned Kia dealer in the eastern region. Shop NorthtownKia.com. All right, so uh, TJ back at Station Control. We are going to roll with the Sean McDermott press conference from this morning. So we're going to play that here for you. Then after that, we'll take a timeout. On the other side, we'll kind of set the stage for the rest of the afternoon. Starting at noon, Brandon Bean will have his live press conference right here on WGR. Then 1230, uh, once he gets undressed and and showers, perhaps, uh, we'll have Jordan Phillips, Bill's defensive tackle. He's going to join us right here at the table live from Bill's training camps. We've got all that coming up next. Uh, But before we do the, all of that, here is Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott. Sorry. Sorry. Good. I know. I'm all for it, Sean. It's easy on the fir- easier on the first day. Right? All right, good morning. I hope everyone had a good, uh, good summer. Summer's officially over. We're here to work, uh, or at least some of us are. So I hope you guys enjoy camp. Uh, it's good to be back at St. John Fisher. Good to be uh, in upstate New York. Uh, getting a chance to uh, get with some of our Rochester fans and fans from this area and all that come to travel and come to uh, Rochester to see us. And um, happy to be back at St. John Fisher University. I uh, really appreciate uh, those that have put in a lot of hard work to get us here. Uh, first and foremost on the Bills staff, Andy Major, Ron Rakui in, in particular, and all the Bills staff that have been here for uh, weeks uh, before we arrived as a team yesterday. So, uh, and, then, and then the St. John Fisher staff, uh, led by President uh, Rooney, Head of Operations Todd Harrison, Athletic Director Bob Ward, and Head Football Coach Paul Vosberg, if I'm saying that right, I hope. Uh, appreciate Coach having us. I know how hard it is to share a facility, uh, but we appreciate uh, him allowing us the time here. So with that, I'll turn it over to you. 
Well, we want to get away. Um, uh, it's a great facility here. Uh, everything's uh, in proximity, close proximity, where you can get around the campus rather uh, easily. Uh, the space is, is good for us. And, you know, getting away allows us a chance to come together as a team, um, spend some time together, maybe after meetings, before practice, uh, get guys hanging out a little bit more where they can develop those bonds that'll that'll bind us during the year when it gets tough. Sean, is everybody reported and is anybody going to start game one? Yeah, so everyone's here. Everyone showed up on time, and uh, we're going to have a couple guys. So Roger Saffold will start, will start on the NFI list. Uh, Roger injured some ribs uh, in a car accident uh, recently, uh, so he'll start on NFI. And then Tredavious White, Ike Butker, and Ely Anku will start on the uh, the PUP list. Uh, he's on schedule. Uh, he looks really good. He's he's uh, working his tail off, and um, I mean Trey is a consummate pro, so that has not changed, and uh, we're just excited to get him back when we can get him back. He's on the PUP. Well, he's on schedule with what the trainers are telling me is on schedule. Uh, I, th I love. I think he's got a great look in his eye. Uh, I know what he's working back towards, and um, uh, really, other than that, that's all I can say. Sean, what's the uh, situation with Jordan Poyer? Like you said, everybody's here. Yep. Is he a go for practice? Yeah, he's a go for practice. Yep. Yeah, I mean, listen, we've, we've been working to a certain standard for, for uh, a few years here now, uh, since 2017, and that standard doesn't change. Um, so that, that drive towards excellence that we pursue every day is, is nothing new uh, uh, for the Buffalo Bills. So uh, the experience that we went through last season should uh, uh, help us this season in terms of the leadership of the team, uh, the experience we got as a coaching staff, um, but we're here to work, and expectations um, are for people outside the building, and uh, we're here to work, and uh, that starts with training camp by putting a good practice together this morning, and like I mentioned earlier, uh, coming together as a team and, and developing an identity of toughness as a football team while we're here. Yeah, all of it. I, I think you get better every year when you learn from your experiences. Um, and, uh, you know, we went through a lot last season, and um, you go through a lot every year, right, whether it's in life or in, or in the course of an NFL football season. You're challenged in a lot of different ways, mentally, physically, spiritually, and, and, you, and you learn because of it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the goal here of training camp, uh, not just here in, in Rochester, but also throughout the, in, the entire duration of training camp, Josh. And um, we want to make sure that we establish a, 
a physically tough football team, and that starts at the line of scrimmage. Um, uh, and, of course, uh, a part of that or a piece of that is, is how well you can run the ball and stop the run. Um, but that's just one piece of it. John, with um, you know, Brian has been here for four years. The offense has been established. And even the training camp, you just you know, add things in and refine. Where do you think you are now with the changeover to Ken in that process of installing and getting guys to learn whatever they've changed? Yeah, I really like uh, Ken's leadership to this point in the spring, and then also where he's where he's uh, um, uh, led off training camp. Uh, I'm, I've had a chance to watch him with his staff, work with his staff already in the, in the last two days that we've been together here, and um, I think he's off to a good start. This will be his first training camp, and, and we speak to experience. There's no substitute for experience, so uh, he's got a veteran staff around him in, in a lot of ways, and. And I'll be there to help uh, where and, and when needed. And um, but that's what we do. We we work together as a staff. I think that staff chemistry and continuity is important. So in terms of install and refine, do you think you're a little bit behind where you were, say, last year when Brian was in his fourth year, with Ken being in his first year as a play caller? I just think overall we have work to do, um, whether it's offensively, defensively, uh, or special teams. We we've got work to do, and uh, I know the guys are eager to get going this morning. John, where where saw Spencer Brown at? Well, I think he would say, I don't want to say behind, I think he would say it'll be a knocking some rust off here a little bit, and um, we're going to take it one one period and one practice at a time. Uh, you know, he missed a lot of, uh, or a portion of last year, and then obviously all the off season. So, uh, but he's worked his tail off to get back and put himself in a position where he can, he can go out there on that field this morning. Yeah, I, I love Gabe. I think he's off to a great start. He had a great off season. Um, it'll be a potentially new role for him on our offense, uh, um, but I know he's worked his butt off to get to, to put himself in a position to uh, be there for his teammates, and I think that's great. I think that says a lot about who he is and um, the goals he has for himself as in, in terms of his career. Las Vegas has you as the favorite in the Super Bowl. Uh, whether the players know that specifically or not, they hear they you know possibly to avoid the noise of you know high expectations. What would you you know kind of how did you address that? Did you address that at all in your opening message to the team? And uh, yeah, like I said earlier, we're here to work. We're here to work, and we've got a job to do, and put a team together. Um, as I said in the spring. Um, you know, names on the paper don't uh, amount to a team. A team has to come together. A team has to put the work in. Uh, a team has to persevere through challenges, uh, good moments, bad moments. So, uh, so we'll see how our team comes together and how we handle all those situations. Recent as of the last couple of weeks, um, you know, it's obviously we're always concerned for the guys off the field. Um, and obviously anyone involved in that accident, uh, the same, um, but feel confident that uh, he'll be back in due time. All right, that's Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott. We're going to take a quick timeout. On the other side, we're going to have Jordan Phillips live here from Buffalo Bills Training Camp and St. John Fisher University, so don't go anywhere here on WGR.
Live from Bill's training camp at St. John Fisher University, this is Sports Talk Sunday with Nate Geary and Joe DiBiase. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sports Talk Sunday. We are here live at Buffalo Bills training camp at our table. Bills defensive tackle Jordan Phillips. Jordan, thanks so much for being with us, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, So you're used to, uh, I think the last time you would have been here, you would have been at St. John Fisher College, right? Yeah, uh, 19. 19, that's right. So first of all, welcome back. Happy to have you back. It's it's been a few years, but uh, how excited were you when you got the opportunity to come back to Buffalo knowing, like, this team's in a little bit of a different position than they were the last time you were here. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I was here, we still had a great defense. And yep. hopefully we can put something together to have another great defense. And that's what what I'm focused on right now. So, it, it, camp, it feels a little bit different for fans just than it was the last time there were fans here. 2019, you know, everyone's still trying to figure out how good Josh is. Now, I mean, that answer is pretty clear. Um, is, does it feel any different for the players, the vibe being at camp this time versus the last time you would have been here three years ago? Uh, you know, uh, we're just taking it day by day, and whatever happens, happens. So the last time you were here would have been Ed Oliver's rookie season. Right. Where, you know, you've been around the league now, went to Arizona for a couple years, coming back. What is the biggest thing maybe you've noticed about Ed's game from his rookie season to now, just his growth as both, I mean, off the field, but on the field as well, just from a skill pers- perspective? Uh, I wouldn't say, obviously, his skill has gotten better, but that's not the best thing about Ed. Ed has matured so much as from when he was a rookie he's a he's a great leader uh and he's not only just uh, a phenomenal player you know you feel his presence in the locker room he talks to people he's helping out the rookies he, you know like i said he's just a leader now you got von miller on your defensive yeah. line now um is is he uh like a, another aura when he's kind of out there for you guys uh von von is von and that's you'll learn what that means later as you know <laughs> as that grows so uh, I guess the main thing about this defense this year is there is a lot of change for a defense that was the number one defense in football last year. When you're walking in in, in this role this year, like how do you think you can most impact this defense this year knowing the defensive line really might be one of the deepest and best defensive lines in the NFL? Uh, yeah. Uh, once again, it's on paper we look good, but yeah, that, that, sure. that, that's just paper. we got to put it together. we got to work hard. We have to get, have a good training camp we got to keep each other accountable. If we can do that, we're going to be great. Is that tough for you guys at all? Because it's like we, we, we follow like power rankings or like if you're when we're ever watching SportsCenter, it's like all the same thing. Like Bills are the number one team. Is it more challenging to block that out? Like is it staying off social media or it's just kind of go, go and doesn't really matter? I mean, it doesn't matter. They're going to love us when they love us. They're going to yeah. hate us when they hate us. All right. So before we let you go, I got to ask about the golf game. I've heard some good <laughs> things. I heard you're a stick. Uh it, in the summer, I don't know how much time you spent in Buffalo this year, mm-hmm. but how much uh, how much golfing did you know? We know Josh got a lot of golfing. Yeah. How much did you get? <laughs> I actually didn't play that much, but I, th- I still feel like I'm the best on the team besides Case Keenum. Case Keenum? But Case Keenum's the best on the team. So at, the, at least at the Bills media tournament, uh, yes. that's my only sample size of seeing these guys. You were with Barkley? I was with Barkley. Barkley and I won. Yeah. It's not a big deal. He seemed but, really but good. Barkley's, but Barkley's a stick, though. Barkley can hit the ball far. All I'm going to say is I beat Barkley probably by 10 strokes when we played. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> Listen, that's that's the beauty of a scramble format, my friend. You know, It's the beauty of a scramble. Jordan, man, we appreciate you so much. Enjoy your uh, the rest of training camp. Good luck this year, and it's uh, great to have you back. Yep. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Jordan Phillips there, Bill defensive tackle joining us live from Buffalo Bills training camp here at St. John Fisher University. So uh, before we go over to the media tent, we've got more players. Uh, I believe we're going to hear from Josh Allen. We're going to hear from uh, Jordan Poyer 
And what did he say at all? I, I Von Miller. Von, Von Miller. We'll hear from Von Miller. Um, I, thought, I thought I heard maybe maybe Josh too. Yeah, Josh well Von. The so here's the and we've thing. got Bean coming up at uh, 12 o'clock. We've got Bean coming up at 12. So we've got a great setup here live from uh, from St. John Fisher to uh, to bring you everything you need today. So Joe, um, it's funny, you know, uh, Jordan is such a large human being. Um, I find myself very interested on in, in sort of the role he plays this year because this is a defensive line they brought in tim settle mm -hmm. they brought in daquan jones they have a very unique set or, or you know, a quartet so to speak at with oliver who's kind of that really strong low to the ground high impact gashing you know a penetrating defensive tackle for jordan for how big he is, he really is a very nimble, penetrating defensive tackle. Like, he's going to not necessarily be a pass rush specialist, but I wouldn't doubt that we see a lot of Jordan Phillips and a lot of Ed Oliver playing next to each other on third down. I, if you were The last yeah. time Jordan Phillips was here, he had 10 sacks. Yeah, nine, nine double, and a half. Nine and a half, but a, yes. a double, almost a double-digit sack guy the last time he was here. And he was, like, their interior pass rush guy. Like, remember, they drafted Oliver. Maybe they didn't foresee this. Fans certainly did. And media and like draft pundits said like, oh, this is this is Aaron Donald light. That was always kind of an unfair bar to set for him. Yeah, super but unfair. like that same style of player, like he is just going to be a hell raiser in the middle of your defense. And he showed up as a rookie and was pretty good. But yeah, Phillips was the one that was getting after the quarterback and pushing the pocket back from the middle. And Oliver, especially when Latulale missed twenty twenty, felt like more was on his plate. He had to not. He had to be an all-around defensive tackle, and that was kind he of had the, to get, the thing that what everyone was talking about, Ed Oliver, from his struggles, quote-unquote, his junior season, his final year at Houston, to a lot of that him having to play one tech. And right. there was a thought that in the NFL, here in Buffalo, he was going to have the luxury right away of go, moving back to the position he fits most naturally in, which is the three-tech position. And then you had injuries in Starlet Tule, and he missed the, the 2020 season. So you have Ed Oliver playing more at the one-technique position. And last year, I think you started to see him flash more towards the end of the season when Harrison Phillips really started to establish himself as the guy at the one-tech position. And it really opened up Ed Oliver to be more of who he is at the three-tech. And, and yeah. for me, Joe... That's not going to be a problem at all this year. Yeah, no, it, it won't be at all. And I, I wonder about obvious pass situations. So, like, third and long, you know you're going after the quarterback, but yep. you're, you're not blitzing. This Bills defense doesn't blitz near the top of the league in terms of percentage. Who's on the field? Like you've got you've – got, last year it was more of this, right? Last year it was we're going to be pass rush by committee. Now you've got the star. You've got Von Miller. So that's not as much of a talking point. But it doesn't mean that it's not still true because – Third and 13, Mac Jones dropping back to quarterback. What four are you putting out there to go right. after him? You're definitely putting Von Miller on the field. I think you're almost certainly putting Ed Oliver on the field. Yep. And then the rest, just kind of pick who – you could put Jordan Phillips out there. You could put Greg Rousseau out there. If Epinesa starts to get it together a little bit in terms of consistency, you could put him out there. If Basham takes a step forward, he's another option. But it feels like they still have, they still have the depth of options when yep. it comes to pass rushing. And I'm not sure I would have felt as confident with the interior of that being true if Phillips didn't re-sign here, if I he agree. didn't come back on a one-year deal. And maybe I'll eat crow on that because I don't really know much about Tim Settle as a player. Haven't yep. seen him up close and personal. Daquan Jones, the same thing. But going in right now, it feels like their most reliable guys to establish pressure up the middle is Oliver, and then I think Phillips is the next the next name on that list. Yeah, and you know you have with Daquan Jones and with Tim Settle, you have guys that I think Brandon Bean 
Brandon Bean is good at self-scouting. And it seems like every year they discuss what are the five things we could do better. We may not be able to fix all five things, but let's chip away at the things we can. Uh, before we get more into that, we've got Josh Allen. He's live from the media tent, so we're going to go there now. Yeah, obviously it's, it's great to be back in front of the fans. Uh, red zone's typically a pretty tough day for the offense, um, just sm smaller area, you know. But coming out here and just trying to go out and execute, make the right decisions, um, you know, and guys are flying around right now. We're pretty juiced up, so... Uh, we'll take a take a look at the film, but again, it was exciting to get back on the field and actually run some real plays. Do you reflect on your coming back here because the last time you were here, you were coming off your rookie year, and you weren't the superstar that you've become. Did you reflect on that, and what this what's happened since you were last year? Uh, I mean, yes and no, but at the same time, I've always felt that type of love from Bills Mafia. So again, to be out here, and you know, I'm, I'm always one of the last guys on the field trying to sign for for the kids and. Um, make sure I wave or fist bump or high five, and because again, I, I remember, I, you know, we've talked about that a lot. I remember being that kid, you know, looking up to uh, people that I'm in the position of now. Um, so just trying to show how much I appreciate and, and love Bills Mafia for coming out and supporting us. And again, uh, it's so fun, you know, to be out here. We're, we're doing two-minute walkthrough where, you know, we're supposed to catch the ball. Like defense isn't supposed to do anything, and they're going crazy for us when we score a touchdown. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. And again, um, you know, to go out, go out there and have days like this where some things didn't work, you know, that's obviously why we do this on the first day. Let's figure out what's gonna work, how we can fix things, how we can improve. Um, you know, at, at any point during training camp, if if we're perfect, I think that's that's worrisome. You know, um, so to come out here again, throwing the ball around, have guys flying around, feel some bullets at my feet, uh, have guys running full speed, getting pressed. Uh, seeing some different coverages from our, our defense right now. And, um, again, it's just the flow of football. I know it's not it's not real-life football. It's not getting hit, but it's it's dang close. Josh, uh, kind of going back to Sal's question here a, a little bit, the value, we asked you about this at, at OTAs, but it goes against a trend to go away for training camp in the National Football League as, as a team. Uh, as a leader now, especially, you're established. What's your perspective on the value of actually being here? Well, I'll let you ask some of the other guys that. I freaking I love it. I love going to camp all last night. Um, we've got TBT after this. It's turkey burger time. They got the best turkey burgers here. Uh, put a little jalapenos on them. That's that's the main reason I like coming here. But again, the camaraderie that you get to build. You spend every waking second with your teammates. Um, and again, all you get to focus on is football here, which is a blessing for me because I, again, I love this game so much, and I think that, again. I just try to be as fun and as vibrant as I can because some guys don't like it. So I try to bring them up to speed with me. And, uh, you know, that's, that comes with the territory of my job. But I, I, I do absolutely, genuinely love camp because I love spending time with the guys. As you're, as you're you know, took some down, down time, you come here and you see these camps are sold out. Every, every ticket sold for these, these things. Does it remind you quickly of the expectations that, that are on this team? And, Listen, I mean, there's no expectation that anybody else has that I don't have for myself. Um, I think it also shows that how how much Rochester missed having us. You know, people in this part of New York missed having training camp. We haven't been here, obviously, the last two years. So to be back here, and, and I know I saw on Twitter the training camp tickets were a fiasco, and people were, were pretty mad about it. But, uh, again, 
you get to see these these kids out here screaming their heads off and just try to make their days, and I think that's the coolest part. What about this? What about this is a follow up? What about this as being the next step towards achieving your high, you know, this team's high expectations? Sean said we're here to work, um, but the expectations are out there. I think somebody said Vegas has got to build number, you know, the favorite to win the Super Bowl. I mean, how is this as the next step towards achieving? Again, we got to come out here, find ways to get better and improve on, on ourselves. You know, nothing that we did last year is going to carry over to this year. Nothing that we're going to do next year is going to affect us this year. Um, so, again, it's a brand new season. Everybody's starting 0-0. We're a new team. We're a different team. You know, we know that. We understand that. We've got new pieces. We've got a, a new offensive coordinator. Um, we've got a new mindset. So, again, just trying to find how what, what we are, what our identity is. That's, that's really what training camp is for. And, you know, hopefully by the time we leave St. John Fisher, we know what type of team we are mentally and physically, um, and we can start developing game plans and go from there week by week. But, again, there's there's no higher expectations than what we have for ourselves in the locker room. And, again, I think if you're a team that doesn't have Super Bowl or nothing, you know, in your minds, I don't think that you're doing it the right way. Obviously, that's, that's the main goal is to win world championships, and um, we got to find a way to get it done. But, again, it starts with week one. I know that you stuff on the field with Ken is your OC, but now it's different. Now there's no more going back and redoing things. Can you give us a sense of what if you did bring in someone from the outside versus having a guy here that you now are familiar with and you are at training camp and how comfortable you are with Ken? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Dorsey's he's going to be he's going to be nails for us. Um, again, first time calling plays, though, there's going to be bumps in the road for me, for him, just the, the camaraderie that we have. Obviously, I've said it before, but like hearing a new voice in my head for – you know, I had the same voice in my head for the last four years, so that's a little switch up. Um, but again, I think Dorsey's going to do everything in his power to be the best OC that he can be. He's going to have a lot of faith in his guys, you know, because it, it is different. You know, if you brought a guy from the outside in, that trust factor might not be there. The the knowing of likes and dislikes of myself, of Diggs, of Gabe, of what our O line is good at, what they aren't good at. You know, he just, in terms of that, he's got to step ahead, you know, step above what anybody else would have come in his position. Um, you know, and I count my blessings every day that, that we did promote him and he's still here uh, for us and, and with us. And again, I've got supreme supreme trust and faith in, in Coach Dorse. Josh, how much is new in terms of the offense? Like, I mean, obviously, the terminology of there's a lot of carryover by design to promote a guy like that. But what do you have to learn? What's the percentage of um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's going to be that much difference um, in terms of what we call. Now, again, we're, we're just trying to find out what's going to suit us, what pieces on the field, because obviously we've got some different weapons this year that can get on the field and make some plays for us. So it's going to be a chess game trying to figure out, you know, what guys are, are good at and how we can get certain guys on the field in certain looks. Um, but again, that comes with time, that comes with reps, comes with a lot of trust, you know, from one another. and. Um, you know, I got no doubt that you know Doris and the offensive staff will figure that out. And um, but I, I don't envy what Brandon Bean's going to have to do. You know this camp, looking at some of our guys because um, we've got a lot of a lot of playmakers, a lot of good guys on this team. You know, and so well, it's going to be a fun camp. It really is. There's going to be a lot of competition. Josh, you've talked a lot over the offseason about getting more reaction. And I guess once you get out to this setting, you get a little bit more live reps. Like, what do you have to do to make sure that that ultimately happens? How does that fall? Yeah, I mean, again. That, that's that's I think that's a quarterback stat. So I, I've got to do better with that in terms of ball placement and you know there's certain concepts that we run. You know, um, 
it's no secret, you know, throwing outside the numbers, throwing the, you know, the deeper intermediate balls um, where guys are catching and getting out of bounds. So find ways to, to get a few more slants, unders, in cuts, where guys have the opportunity to catch and run. And again, it, it comes with ball placement and um, understanding different concepts. You said we've got a new mindset. Can you expand on that? How, how, how has the mindset changed in some way or maybe narrowed? Um, I mean, I think just, again, expectations within ourselves. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a team that's got to find a way. I think that's obviously everybody knows Buffalo for that, you know. Um, so, again, going out there, being smart, being tough, being dependable. Um, and that, and that, that's where the carryover is, I think, the smart, tough, and dependable. And we've always talked about that inside our locker room. Um, but, again, you know, just the love that we have for each other and, and coming out here and building the camaraderie in camp, I think that's going to – that's going to help us. And in terms of mentality, um, again, I think that's just the expectations that we have for ourselves is, is much higher. Does that, that, that linger? Smart, tough, dependable. He told yeah. us that about 800 times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that's sticking around. That's sticking around. <laughs> Does that linger, the fact that this team hasn't found a way? You found a way to get to a point, but you've not found a way to get to that. Does that linger? No. I don't think so. I th obviously, every every year is a new year. It's hard to win in this league. We understand that. At the end of the year, there's going to be 31 unhappy teams. So. Um, again, understanding that it's a long season, and you know there was times last year where people were counting us out, and we know that, and um, and, and we're very fortunate to be returning a lot of those players that we've had that experience now of knowing what it's like to kind of fight our way back up. Um, but again, it's a brand new season. I, I can't say it enough that nothing that we did last year will affect what we do this year. We got to go out and find a way each and every week. You've seen, you've been here a lot of the C receivers go from year one to two to three. What have you seen from Gabe? Especially the offseason, he comes in, he looks bigger. You've seen the workouts and things like that. What have you seen from him? Yeah, I mean, all he knows is work. It's it's the truth. You know, he just wants to be the best best receiver that he can be. He wants to contribute to the team no matter what. Um, you know, to, to have guys now like him and Diggs kind of leading that room, showing some of these younger guys how to work, you know, what hard work looks like, how to practice, how to take care of your bodies. Um, you know, it's two really good examples that our offense has. And again, he's becoming more of a vocal guy now and guys respect him obviously because what he's done on the field and how he carries himself off, off the field. So that's going to continue to grow. He's going to continue to get better. And I'm excited to see what he can do for us this year. When you're not playing football or working out or I guess eating turkey burgers, what are your favorite things to do? At camp, uh, we're going to start playing a lot of Catan. Um, we're, we're big settlers here. Um, <laughs> I didn't bring my, my video game, my, my PC this year, so I might be missing that. But I'm finishing Breaking Bad right now. I'm starting the terminal list. I, my brother said that's really good. Um, and then i got to finish The Boys. So i got some TV shows that I, I elected to choose over video games to relax instead of uh, screaming in my room at my other teammates to come pick me up when I'm down. Um, but I'm sure I'll still find a way to play some NHL or 2K with some of the guys. Did you play Little Killer? I did. I did play that the other day. Uh, Tuesday, or no, Friday? Friday. Shot 83. I, I, my golf game, guys, I know you guys saw the match. It, it's, and of course it comes right at the end. I, I've had a, a few really good rounds in the last week and a half. Um, Tahoe, I did good day one, day two and three, not so much. Had a little bit too much fun there. But of course, right when I get towards the end of the season, my golf game kind of gets to a point where I feel like I know what I'm doing. And you put the clubs away for five months and it's starting fresh from February, so. It's just the nature of the business, I guess. But uh, I played the West Course three years ago 
It was the first time I played the East, and it was it was very tough. It was awesome. All right, that is Bills quarterback Josh Allen. We're going to take a timeout on the other side. We've got more player interviews live here from St. John Fisher University. So we've got that coming up next here on WGR. Coverage of Bills training camp on WGR is being brought to you by Fiegel Car and Joyce, your border attorneys, by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? And by Nortown Kia, the number one certified pre-owned Kia dealer in the eastern region. Shop NortownKia.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sports Talk Sunday here on WGR. We are live, and by we, me, Nate Geary, Sneaky Joe DiBiase, standing or sitting, I should say, to my right. Uh, we are right by the entrance uh, where the players come on and off the field, hanging out. Looks like Jordan Poyer's over here signing some autographs. Just saw Peter King from NBC. Uh, he was interviewing just then Von Miller. He's now interviewing Josh Allen. So all the media Mongols are out here, uh, or moguls, I should say, are, are out here uh, today. Drew Rosenhaus was in the house. So we had a lot of um, a lot of star-studded folks here for day one of training camp. Uh, TBT, by the way, as you just heard from Allen, yes. now stands for uh, Turkey Burger Time. Yes. And, uh, a revelation here off air that Nate has never had a turkey burger. Never had a turkey burger. No reason to ever try one. TJ, how bad is this? I, I think it's it's not great. It's not the worst we've heard because we do employ we Howard work, Simon yeah, on the station Howard here. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like most people have had a turkey burger. What percentage of people have, have had Has nobody burger? just put one in front of you, Nate? Is no. that the problem? Or? Yeah, no, no, it never appeals to you on the menu? No, no. If there's a burger and a turkey burger on the menu, I'm just going to go with the burger. And I'm, here's the thing. I'm not a huge turkey guy. I like smoked turkey. I found this out recently. Mm -hmm. I like deep fried turkey, but standard turkey is pretty fra flavorless to me. I ooh, flavorless. Yeah, I, I, not you're me. not. I don't think you're having good turkey. I think I think this that, is more. Possible. I think this is more a you problem than Tur it is a turkey. No, turkey's, problem. Like Thanksgiving, turkey's it's for me one of the worst it, poultry. Thanksgiving, meats. I'm going ham all or, day. No, yeah. poultry, it's not poultry. It's turkey, ham but over it's turkey one of the worst bird meats. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying it's one of the better ones. I, I'm, I've heard, I've had good turkey though. I think it, it, you, it's uh, maybe sure, I mean, hard. Maybe it's hard to have good turkey and perfect it. The turkey burger though is is on a whole other scale. Like it, it's it, it's good. There's there's flavor there. I, I think I think before the end of the day we should uh we should try to get Nate a turkey burger. Yeah, I guess there are people mad online about it. Especially so. since they're apparently the best on the planet here. You should definitely get uh, one while. That is a thing. claim, by the way, to say that. St. John Fisher here has... I'm not, I'm not saying he's wrong. He might be. That they have the best turkey burgers on planet Earth. How likely is that to be I mean, it's a college true. campus, you know? I mean, they and, and plus, I'm sure they got the A-team staff here whipping up food for these players while they're here. So, I would imagine they're... I, listen, I, if, if I were to try a turkey burger, I bet you I wouldn't... I, I, I bet you it would be fine. I bet you I would enjoy it. I don't think it would be like fish for you, a fish fry. No, <laughs> no, no. I won't be doing that while we're here. Uh, which all. he had at Disney, by the way, which was the way he tried it. Which Listen, is not, I, I can't believe that. That'd be like having, that'd be like trying a turkey burger for the first time and getting it at like a, a gas station or Dairy something. Like, oh, I don't, I don't like turkey burgers. Park of sorts, you are anything. being so yeah. dramatic about that. All right, let's take a timeout. On the other side, we're going to hear from Von Miller. Uh, I believe we're also at some point here going to hear from, it was Josh, Von Miller, and somebody else. Brand, we'll have Brandon Bean Brandon coming Bean. up. Brandon Bean, yes. We will um, have Brandon Bean as well. And by the way, before we take a break we should remind you that uh training camp is brought to you on wgr is brought to you by fiegel car and joyce your border attorneys by new york's only outlet liquor when you need to stock up it's the place to buy a case what's your outlet and by northtown kia the number one certified pre-owned kia dealer in the eastern region shop northtownkia.com live from bill's training camp at st john fisher university you're listening to sports talk sunday with nate geary and joe dibiase 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.